Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. Yes. You know what it is? Last week, I was food poisoned throughout most of the week. I do like that you pretend as if you weren't complicit. (laughs) Oh, so you're blaming me? You're blaming me? You were the one who consumed it. You fucking asshole. (laughs) Look at me. Look at my face, Patreon. Look at you can't see it at all, but look at this innocent face. Oh, oh. I was eating spaghetti. It's my spaghetti eating mouth. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. But the thing is, then I decided we went to Vegas for 24 hours real quick. Me and Natalie had a little like romantic dalliance. It was very fun. You know, he's good at banging out in a different state. And you get out there and like it's just nice to switch it up. And it's just something about like, but then I added spaghetti to it. And it's nice though. But what I, yeah. I will say is the new spaghetti pushed out the old bad spaghetti. All right, everyone. Welcome to Side Stories. I'm I have been this. hanging out with spaghetti. And I'm allowed to be like this. This is my feeling. So, I'm indulging. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too in the weeds. But so during lovemaking, it changes in Vegas for you. You do different. No, 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 no. Everybody, I can see. Let me. This is for the couples out there. You know, listen to me. Side stories. Lpotl at gmail.com. Isn't it not nice to bang out of state? Like you want. I love. I love having sex in my home. We do. Right. But I also like to do. It's nice to, to change an area code because then it feels like ooh, fresh and new. But it's not. Yeah, it's still you. It's not cheating or anything. No, it's, of course not. Yeah, but it so. kind of feels like, oh, we're to different people because we're happier because we're in a hotel because I don't have to clean up afterwards. Not that all the Wait juices. Wait a second. Oh, let's like, move on. Just, all right. Saying, with all the juices are well maintained by the family. Culligan, man. Uh, we just don't need to hear that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I'm sorry, the, Fernando. The I'm sorry, process. everyone. I'm sorry, Natalie. <laughs> I love We're fine. We are fine. We're set to go. Yeah, whoo, wow. Perfect. We want to thank everyone who came out to our show at the Avalon this past Friday. Yes. Henry and I, we were blabbing and uh, everyone was so incredibly sweet. So thank you for coming out to our experiment, um, which um, was a very fun experience. So it, thanks everyone to come who came out. Seriously. And, and we might, have a bunch of stuff to get you today. Yes, we do. And it might get repeated. I don't know when we're going to book another side story slide, but it was so much fun. Yes. But uh, there's a lot of really interesting stories this week. So we, we got to really start with, speaking it. of love, we should start with we have love to. gone horribly right and then awfully wrong. What is it about? What was it called again? Histophilia? Hybristophilia. Hybristophilia. What's that? Hybristophilia is the 
predilection to want to have sex with a convict. Okay, well, with I think all or, of us or, have... or a criminal, a, 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 an incarcerated person. Okay, and I sure. guess some people, it really takes a hold of them, right? Like people really get into this, and there's one woman that it was, it is a direct result of her entire life yes. falling apart. And I know that this has got something to do, this has got something to do with love, but I don't something. know what it is. It's Vicky um, White is her name, and Casey White, ironically enough, no relation. No. Casey, the male, uh, and Vicky, the female guard at a corrections facility. I just love that they're continuing the white race. <laughs> now, these guys, like, what a great, what a, what a pair. Um, I, I might be out of school here, but um, she's kind of cute. Interesting. She's not like, I mean, I, 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 mm, I you know, I'm sure. Well, she's dead now. Um, but Vicki White uh, was a corrections officer. This is out of Evansville, Indiana. Uh, Vicki White was a corrections officer that was guarding a, a murderer. Man by the right. name of Casey White, uh, who was being put in a low security to like transfer area for him to go back in between federal penitentiaries, right? Okay. And. Somewhere in the transfer, Vicky White and Casey White, during a scant period of time Ooh. when they got to know each other, they fell in some kind of very intense, powerful love. Chemistry really? is real. Sometimes you get a smell of someone and then your brain is just like, whoop, 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 and then all rationale is Dude. gone. And maybe that's what happened here. Vicky White, 56 years fun, and Casey White, 38. They're believed to have been in Evansville since at least May 2nd. That's okay. where they left, right? They, they disappeared in the night with a truck that apparently Vicky White had recently purchased, which is apparently so this was planned. At some point Vicky White sold her house when she met Casey White. Either that either happened circumstantially it happened right. for coincidentally or she met this dude and she says fuck it, what we do need though is some funds if we're going to fall in love. So she went right. she sold her car. She understood that the practical nature of needing to stay together sometimes takes money. This is why honestly Bonnie and Clyde, they could have learned something from this older couple who understood it's not all fun and games. Sometimes you've got to sell your house. They escaped from the Vanderburg uh, Center, according to County Sheriff Dave Wedding. Um, they apparently did not have a very good plan. No. Um, uh, so that was kind of one the of the problems. They did a couple of moves that are so Grand Theft Auto, it's pretty incredible. So they, they left in her new truck. They then went to a car wash, and they thought that the way that you do this is that we're going to put the car in the car wash, right? Oh, my God. And then we're going to steal another car it from here. It is Grand Theft Auto. Yes, it is. But it doesn't work because no, you, you, you not get the stars. They don't eliminate they don't go in away. real life. No, no, they don't. No, no, they keep going. And so th this was an 11-day manhunt. For Vicky White. Because at first they thought, like, there was a little bit of a discussion of, like, okay, maybe Casey White has taken this woman hostage. But then they found right. out she's been taking cash out of her bank accounts. And they didn't know what was happening. Right. Like, okay, so she, like, because at first they're like, all right, maybe this is a murder situation. Vicky White is a hostage, blah, blah, blah. They then started realizing, like, oh, no, they're shacking up. And they start seeing them on various security cameras on the run. Since they see them going together. They see them kissing. They see them engaging Ooh. with each other. They Ooh. see them being like, oh, well, I guess they're in cahoots. And it ends in a full-on like one and wannabe shootout. Casey White actually said straight up, because he was captured when they found them, uh, he wanted to shoot out with the cops. But what happened is that they were in a full-on attack, like they were being chased by the police. They got railroaded into a ditch 
out of a moment of pure desperation. Yeah. Vicky White put the gun in her own mouth, oh my blew her God. brains out. They arrested Casey White. He said he wanted to show down with the cops, but too late. But Vicky knew, I won't go down without Casey by my side. It seems romantic, but it's not because it's, it's horrible. Um, apparently, there was a bunch of guns in the car. They had some AR-15s, some 9 29 grand and four wigs. <laughs> and that's what it is, too, because you can again. all switch up the wigs. But between the, either one of you, if you need to do all of a sudden, yeah. now, well, now I'm wearing a Vicky wig, they're going to think I'm a beautiful lady. Right. And then she puts on some kind of jerry curl wig. And they're like, oh, they're going to think I'm Rick James. <laughs> but no, 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 you're they still were, Vicky. Yeah, they really kind of did a Bugs Bunny meets Grand Theft Auto approach. In a way, you do have to wonder, at what point did they realize it's no longer fun? Like the idea of being on the run, it reminds me of uh, Rich, or what is it, Matthew Sweat, uh, the guys from upstate oh, yeah, New yeah, York yeah, that yeah. also had a woman help them out, uh, a female guard helped them out. And then I think she quickly realized that she's in way over her head and uh, she was detained immediately. But I feel like the one dude who ended up killing, getting shot by the cops, he just went out and he got hammered at the at some cabins and stuff. Yes. I feel like it was fun for a second, but then- For a little bit. It's got to really get stressful very, very fast. Dude, I actually really read this. Do you know she disappeared on her day of retirement? She was supposed to retire that day, April 29th, when they made the move. She had- Wait- she just did it all wrong then. Well, That's she, not how you retire. No, man. She, she saw it ahead of herself. She was like, I'm going to fucking. But I, well, you know what? I've yeah. been on the right side for too long. <laughs> yeah. But guess what? If loving you is wrong, it I is. don't want to be right no okay. more. Well, I guess then I'm a criminal. You man. are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm some kind of felonious woman. Forget you out of jail, you murderer. Go murder my pussy. Also, to uh, make this even more unique, Casey White, he was six foot nine. Yeah. So I love she tiny, man. I love that yeah. they were like, I'm six foot nine. This is a joke I used to do on stage how I can never be a murderer because it's just there's no one that everyone, no one fits my description but me. Oh yeah. Um I just feel like for him at six foot nine, putting a wig on in order to disguise himself. It, you need to cut your knees off. Yeah, like he needs to actually have surgery and like you just need to sit in a car. You can't stand up ever again. You just have to sit no, in the car. Because if he, you're six nine, there's we are 0.1 percent of the population. So, and the, you know, anyway, so that's interesting. But you've actually said this to me before about how, like, technically being tall, it's people want to women want to talk to you all the time. So maybe that's what this is. Vicky White sitting around there. Maybe, maybe she's a little bit. She's a little bit shaped like an egg. But <laughs> she's hey, all, she was retiring. She was. I don't. I mean, honestly, brother, when it comes to prison guards, she is like a normal looking person. One. Yeah, honestly, maybe she fucking, I mean, I'm going to say, I can't even imagine what that sex is like once you, once you break him out and he just rains down on, he coming for you. I Wait. would assume I'm going to describe it as clunky and a little lumpy. But you know what? Shut the whole, you know what slowed them all up? What? Was that none of them, they all refused to believe that Vicky White would possibly have had anything to do with this. So they were looking into all of this other stuff, wondering if it was Casey, like what case, who Casey was talking to, blah, blah, blah. Right. Vicky White was the mastermind behind the entire fucking thing. So That's he was behind insane. bars. So they, they realized afterwards, like, well, the dude couldn't plan anything from behind bars. He didn't have a cell phone. He didn't have any of that shit. He had nothing. But you know, six foot nine, 
you know what they do in, in prison, right? What? Suitcasing. That's where you put up your thing up your butt. And then you have to do and you could this is your transport. So Can what I'm I saying is this? do you have a longer butt cavity? I would by I would assume uh, side stories LPOTL at gmail.com. I don't know my biology enough, yeah. and we're not getting into biology. No, we are um, not. But I would have to assume yes. I would assume that I could put more inside of my ass than well, you there's can. More there's tube. more of it. There's right? more tube. And it's cavernous and large. I and, was trying to say to Nelly that I believe that my intestines are longer <laughs> because I have a bigger belly than she ever had. No, that would not be that would not make any sense. Um, actually, if anything, she's taller than I'm you. I'm fucking so. sick of all of this fucking <laughs> shit. I'm so glad I didn't I go don't to school. Want to talk I'm about your wife's go. Go. No, I don't want to talk about that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just thought that because I had big belly, I'm not getting into this anymore. All right, side stories lpotl at gmail.com. Don't let us know how we're wrong. But anyway, and also, so I always think you know because we watch a lot of prison documentaries. Oh, we yes. had a fantastic interview with Dr. Catherine Ramsland, and we were obviously discussing BTK in prison. Yeah. So we always think about this stuff. Six foot nine so a prison cell i believe it's, it's eight by ten right oh, there yeah. is seven by eight something like that how did this man what would you just like curl up well think about that too that puts a little extra step on like i gotta talk to vicky so vicky comes around she's oh. like hi casey like a <laughs> birthday yeah i'm really just, enjoying it <laughs> yeah i mean you let me oh seemed you dropped your spoon let me bend over <laughs> so you can see what you're missing. It, it was it, a stinky affair. But six foot nine, right? You know that you're, you're super uncomfortable. So he knows he has to be like, girl, when I saw you saunter down that hallway with them tiny ass feet of yours, I knew I wanted to see them feet in my hands. And I wanted to see your buttocks perched up on a piddle so I get the angle just right. And you do to, like, make it sound kind of sweet. But he does. I mean, imagine he has to show up. You just hear like, only you, like from like him singing, like because well, he has to really do it. Because not only did she just like, she didn't just like, he didn't escape. He was let out. She arranged. She per, she, she did all of it. She scheduled the van transport in the morning. Made sure that any other of the armed deputies were they're going to be out of the out of the building or they're tied up in court. She knew the booking officer wouldn't even question her when seven, she told her she was going to take him to court and drop him off without any other employees. Seven hours away from just being retired. They just gave. Please, it. maybe that's what it is. Maybe her pussy was like, "We all going to be free. Like it's not just you, not just the head." Not time for my, not time for me too, Vicky. You mentioned uh, obviously Casey White being a little bit uh, younger than her. He's thirty eight, although he looks older in women, in many ways. Um, it, but hard. he was uh, in September of twenty twenty. Why was he behind bars? Well, he um he murdered a woman, Connie Ridgeway, who was fifty eight years old. So I guess wow, this exactly he had Vicky's a type. Yeah, it's also, yeah exactly, and that's Vicky's age too. And why? But why do you think? But he like, says here, she sold her house. This is all the but, part of the plan. She sold the house, bought the truck, got the cash, went shopping, got him clothes, got all of these things set up. And then a third person actually rented hotel rooms for them to cover for them. She also got one of her fucking bitches to actually help her. It's you know, insane. It's been like, Vicky, I know. I know, Vicky, you have been so lonely. And I know that this just been this must be so much for you. It's like, I, I just want to say. I'm so happy for you. Like, is it just that that like, you meet some horrible woman on Facebook? I don't know, man. If she's into prisoners, she definitely chose the right job. Um, it says, again, I don't trust a skinny chef, don't trust a non-tattooed tattoo artist, and I don't trust a prison guard who isn't uh, emotionally and sexually violently attracted to prisoners. They also went They went straight from the, they said they, they got the car, they left, they went to the Quality Inn in Florence, oh, Alabama. Oh, I was going to guess. I oh, was yeah. thinking Quality Inn. Oh, yeah. They stayed the night and they said that, and then they went immediately. She took them to a men's clothing store where she completely outfitted them. <laughs> then they What's went this? to the it's adult like 
dumber. Yeah, dude. They, she gave him the whole run. She dressed him up how she wanted him dressed. They went and bought fucking dildos at the adult you know, store. He's only been incarcerated since 2020, okay? He doesn't need to be treated like he was incarcerated <laughs> since 1981. <laughs> like, what's a dildo? Oh, wow. 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 They, have an, they have an appetizer for that? What do you mean? Well, that's what I was wondering. Where it, are they going? Do you, I guarantee you, just thinking here, you're out of jail two years, right? I think that Carl's Jr. maybe got the call. I think that maybe that Carl's Jr. got a oh, big-ass sure, burger. Sure, 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 sure. That's know, what I'd it's want. It's a fast food. That's definitely what I want. I want also, a steak and want, a bata- I want some potatoes. Well, no, steak and potatoes might take too long. Don't forget they're on the run. That's the thing. You got to really you, rush yeah. through. Yeah, you have to rush through. And what's nice is that with the with the new Carl's Jr. app, you can order ahead of time. <laughs> I, we don't even work for our Carl's Jr. I don't even think I know Domino's, they'll give you $3 if you deliver your own Domino's. I hate that. It's so horrible. So anyway, uh, Casey White, he did confess to the murder of this uh, woman, 58-year-old Connie Ridgway. But then he said, no, I didn't do it. I was just insane. And now he faces uh, extra charges, obviously, the escape charge. And now it is possible that he will be executed or face execution because of the most recent dalliance with, I don't even, with, with love, I guess. I'm against I, I don't know what that capital is. punishment, um, but it seems as if they're probably going to be pretty mad at him. Because what, like, if you're already in prison, he's looking at 75 years already. Like, I guess he doesn't have anything to lose, right? If he escapes again. But with a male prison officer. Think about this. <laughs> you bring a male corrections officer and he all and they escape again. It's being like, you know, he, he should be free because he's the most seductive to, man who's get, ever lived. Six foot nine. And to be able to is like Charles Manson. Yeah, he could escape. You can't even know if he was in the room right he's now. I wouldn't loud, even, though. He's, that was his problem. Yeah, yeah. Being like, hey. You might want to check on me. I'm currently escaping. <laughs> just so you know. I just want to make sure you know that I'm also escaping just so that you can take a picture of me doing it. But that's the kind of guy you want to escape. You sure. can shimmy through the pipes. You can do everything. Six foot nine, just walking out of jail. No, you do it for, with that dick meat. I you guess so. You do it so. by pounding of somebody down. Or, uh, or an IOU for a pound down. And I owe you for like, a pound down. This is as good as a pound down. <laughs> Where you just like, literally, you're going to go in and get out of here. Know where I'm going to go for you. Don't be like, I'm going everywhere, girl. I'm going around yeah. the world, and girl. I owe you. And I owe you for a pound down. Thank you. But if it's a male corrections officer and he leaves again, I feel like you know what we need to do? Send him to Ukraine and negotiate with Putin. Maybe, obviously. Because honestly, it comes down to it. He's a, he must have some kind of power yes. if he can't be held. That's and speaking only of buttholes happens. that can hold a lot, God knows Vladimir definitely has a big old gaper. Right. Um, so apparently he's extremely dangerous. And um, yep. So anyway, that's the end of that story. They went around three. They they drove through three states. Um, so obviously it's a federal situation. And yeah, what a just, it was just a weird. But there's, there's something romantic to it that I will grant, like that idea. Of when like do, you, do you think there's a the movie made? Well, there's Thelma and Louise, but that's the two women. And then there's another, what was the other one? There's something else with the, with the convict. You don't think that there's going to be a little uh, docu-series or anything on these guys? Of course, all these fucking people just, they'll they'll do anything for content. <laughs> they'll do anything. They'll literally, they'll make any show and they'll be like, ooh, the the dark side of Ronald McDonald. Like, they're going to do whatever. They, they'll, they'll, they'll do something. I've seen the original Ronald McDonald. But that you know man who wore happen? a little cup on his nose and he was very scary. And poor Vicky White. 
I mean, I'm going to say that on this way. You know, I mean, she committed suicide. It's, it's all fucked. I mean, she, she was complicit, blah, blah, blah. God knows what was going on. Obviously, but, something know, was going wrong. But the one thing that I will say about making it, but if they want to make a television show about it, and if they make this person fucking British and put him in a fat suit, <laughs> that's a bigger crime than whatever Casey White ever did. That's a, that's a bigger crime. Because honestly, what they need is to put a real Facebook woman in a television show, because that's what Vicky White is. She is a Facebook woman, and you can see it right on her face. She's got the weird sort of half a hair lip. She's got too eager of eyes. She's got the bowl cut. Yeah, she's a prison she's, guard. She's, I mean, you know, it's not going to have a blowout. I love prison you know? guards, too. Also, side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. If you're a CO, I want to know this because we have, we do have CO listeners. Absolutely. And there's a lot of good ones. And then of we course. just have to weed out the bad. But if you're a CO, what would an inmate have to do? to get you in there what is an inmate even gonna say because honestly it comes down to it i guess there's a little bit of like i see a little bit of a mommy shade where vicky white knows mm. me like i'm a dress ya, i'm a colonia i'm gonna get you carl's jr and like and you're just a like that woman that i murdered <laughs> yeah great do you think but i don't think he'll do me he won't murder well me. that's what i was gonna say do you think that she felt like it's more of a question for the ladies out there but like, oh, he's not going to do that. Like, I'm better than that woman. Like, do you feel like she oh, almost sure. like victim shamed this bit. poor Connie Ridgeway like, woman? These chicks don't know how to suck dick. <laughs> I know how to keep him. I know how to keep a man down. I know how to keep a man civil. Like, that's all I got to do. Straighten him balls. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know what she sounded like. I don't know. Right from your grave. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of spring Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors big and small some people are presidents some people are soldiers 
some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, anyway, there's another kind of a creepy story here. Oh, yeah. I sent this to you, Henry. I hate this story. There was, I really hate it. So it was a um, it was it took place in Israel. There was a flight from Israel to Turkey, right? And they're sitting on the tarmac, always the most fun because the stewardesses are all upset. You're there. Oh, yeah, because no, they don't get paid till wheels up. Yeah, exactly. And then you're uncomfortable because the seats are made smaller and smaller every single year for yep. whatever reason. So these passengers are sitting there, and all of a sudden, ding, 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 they get a bunch of text messages, an airdrop, and it's a picture of a plane that is downed, and it looks like there was some explosive device that took off at the uh, the top of the plane. I hate this. So they just didn't, they didn't fly. Well, it's because everybody got airdropped a picture, and they said that they believed the picture came from inside of the airplane. So God, that's did scary. It, which, again, either it's a massive threat because they all got this picture. Of the fl- I actually think that the pilot did a good job. I think that that's actually I'm really not important. taking the flight. I'm not taking the flight up because what are you going to do? It seems like a warning. But we were yeah. saying right before the show, you know, it also sounds like somebody not wanting to travel for work. <laughs> that is like, all right, well, let's just, I'm, you're waiting for it. You know how many times I've been like in an airport be like, please call a bomb threat in. Please just Oh, is that right? Home. You want to confess to that? Okay. <laughs> so there were two pictures of wreckages uh, that were sent again on this plane, one from Amsterdam in 2009 that led to deaths of nine passengers and a second one showed an image from 2013. Uh, there was an uh, an airline flight 214 that crashed in San Francisco that killed three people. Yeah, I guess I agree as well. I think you got it. They had to take, they took out all the packages. The one thing is, though, you know, some couples on their honeymoon, like mm. somebody's finally going oh, to Turkey for the no, first no, no, time. No, of course. They and finally got like, out of really? COVID prison. Like, they finally are ready to leave their house and, like, like live and do the thing. And then you're like, fuck, now, I'm, now yeah. I'll never leave my house ever again. You never want to be a character from Alanis Morissette's ironic song. You don't want to be on a plane. No. Like, he, no. this is the person's first time ever no. flying. They're like, I'm going to I'm gonna get rid of my fear. And then it's like, never mind, fear 
right back in place. Firmly established. <laughs> I can't, I just that idea of anybody telling, I feel like that even like, Oh, if even if the Uber driver ever did that, if anybody ever did that, like, we're, oh, they come up to you and they go like, don't get on that plane. I, won't get I had a dream last night that planes fell from the sky. Like, I'd turn right back around. I believe, number one, Final Destination's a documentary. <laughs> Didn't have that in 2022 and being our guard. Um, but there is something to it. You look at what you look at 9-11. <laughs> You look at Michael Jackson. No, look I, at the what's, what's, to, what's the other I guy? I don't want to look at 9/11 or Michael Jackson. Like <laughs> you both have, of them, no, you want, have to. I don't want a calendar of them with both of them on it. Seth MacFarlane. What they overslept. There's something to it. Sometimes that's why we only know it because hundreds, thousands of other people died, and then the only person we know that didn't die was Seth MacFarlane, and that's just because he was lazy. No, it's because he understood something was going to happen. He has talked about this. Why did the rest of them die? Oh, because he didn't tell them. <laughs> um, according to local radio broadcaster Glazael, uh, they reported that 166 passengers received the unnerving images. That's so anyway, be careful out there. I remember the last time, though, before it was right before, uh, right the last weekend trip that we did i was waiting online to join my flight and a drunken guy from the airport hotel the airport bar wandered over and he's like are you guys gonna get on that plane right there <laughs> i was like yeah he's like you're lucky because that same flight yesterday they had to cancel it because the pilot showed up hammered when they give him the breath line yes test. and i was just like <laughs> yes. great thanks for oh, telling cool. me that's awesome oh, oh also please god i have Anxiety when it comes to planes. I just like my little bloody Mary. They are fit. They do planes not, are planes are safe. They are safe. They They're are safer safe. than a car. They want to stay in the air. I get it. But uh please God, if you're gonna drink, don't be a fucking asshole because they're about to ban booze from planes. And uh that's his medicine. It's just it's just not we can't have everything taken away from us because people are being stupid. And I really just there's a little PSA. Please you're gonna have a couple of drinks. Go to bed when you get on the plane. Yes, just go to go sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Do oh, not ruin well, this for me. Well, honestly, yeah, that's why I'm the next flight we take. I'm just putting my phone in airport mode when I arrive. Yes. Also, uh, this flight again going from Israel to Turkey. They, they've been through a lot, you know. Yes. So I think people they don't need to they don't need, don't need the don't. images of, of plane need. crashes and none of us need any of things this. like we, that. All we need, you know what we need? What? A little peace, love, and understanding. Yeah, this is really what we've been talking about today. Uh, my whole life. <laughs> all I do is press for peace. All I try to do is <laughs> yeah. join cultures together. I try to bring people together. Mm -hmm. And I said this on Sirius yesterday, and I really believe this. I think the one thing that will finally bring us all together microplastics. Yes, yeah, so because you're, you're encouraged we, by this. We will eventually get rid of race and all be plastic. And I think that's really important. I want to say brave the brave people that make microplastics and what they've done. It's it, they should get a peace prize. I've walked around Hollywood a couple of times now, and my friend, I'm telling you, we already are nice. All nice. plastic. Um, I want to talk about this. Uh, some of us, uh, you know, you are what you eat. Yeah, although I never fully understood what that meant because it doesn't mean anything. I'm not pizza. You're not I'm pizza. A person. Um, I'm not uh, guacamole, uh, mm. spaghetti. You are spaghetti, but. Can you be a pile of shit? <laughs> now, this is a story that is Wait, real. Wait, what? This comes from the Thai Inquirer. A leader 
of a feces-eating cult was arrested after 11 dead bodies were discovered during a raid. Now, the raid came because they were upset with the amount of dookie that was being turned into fuki. That's food. Yeah, got it. Thai police raided the compound of the suspected cult leader in Chayampham. I hope I'm saying that correct. This is is in the Chayampham province. Uh, But they got mad because local authorities, they were going to go raid the compound because of the group. Apparently, allegedly, they violated land encroachment laws and they they were broke all the COVID-19 restrictions. Right? Okay. And they knew this because someone came forward and there was allegations that were made that this little community happened to all be eating the bodily fluids of their leader. They're saying that we, hey, someone come. Oh, yeah, this guy. They're saying uh, to come, uh, this guy named Thawi Nanran, who's 75 years old. Okay. This man that they call father. They're saying this man is going, he's breaking some health codes. And when they arrived, they found out that there was 11 bodies in coffins just rotting. When Wait, they, and when they even, got you know, in a... Um whatever they want to do with COVID and policies there, this is illegal no matter what. No, no, no. You see, so this it is, is kind of really funny. not so COVID safe to <laughs> yeah. eat a man's shit <laughs> yeah. in a field. But I just, okay. No, oh, this I'm, is, you got to think about this. Okay? No, I know. They should I, be I wearing it. masks. If they're going to be, uh, truly, if well, they're going to be drinking piss, no, you need to be wearing masks. Well, uh, then because, you couldn't drink it. No, 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 because then they'll be, or at least wear a piss-soaked mask. If okay? it comes from the lead let's singer of that band, then it's okay. Yeah, just let's be responsible. And so, uh, they arrived, they came, they, they found, like, so they found all the dead bodies in, co- in, in coffins. Jeez. Apparently, the leader, he had death certificates for only five of them. And the other six are just there. So, uh, first of all, I Wait, don't know how that happens. Then, not to be totally hacky, but... Uh, isn't the body enough? No. That's not a certificate? I, it's like a bird. I, I forget. Maybe it's uh, Nate Bargatze, a very, very funny comedian. Um, I think he maybe had a bit where it's like, am I not? Oh, maybe it was John Mulaney. Am I, am I not proof of my, do I need a birth certificate? Anyway, you get it. What I'm saying is, again, does that matter? I don't know. Well, it comes down to how they die. Why didn't you tell all us the, they die? All the human shit that they ate. That's what it is. It's more along the lines of like, all right, they're dead and you have them. They're dead. All right. But why didn't you tell us, the police and the government, that they were dead? And they because I now figured also- you were going to arrest me because I forced them to eat my shit. No, for no, the no. Best they thought that was cool. They oh, they thought that was cool. They didn't understand that. So this strange group, they, they, they everyone saying in the local oh. area, they said that they conduct themselves in a religious-like manner, where devotees of this man Thawi Nanra, the father, they called him father. They said they would do anything for him, and what he would do is that in order for you to get spiritually cleanse yourself uh-huh. and get closer to him yeah. is that every morning you had to drink his urine, <sighs> eat his feces, and then you had to eat a bunch of dirt. My question is, number one, is like, that's a lot of pee-pee. And I am now currently, I'm doing vitamins now. Yeah. And I'm pi- I'm pissing like a senator. Yeah. I am just pissing, pissing, pissing. Kind of pissing. uncontrollably, so, unbeknownst to you yeah, in public. All the time. Out of, yeah, yeah, in my pants, in my pants. Uh, maybe it's, so maybe he's taking a lot of oil, oregano. Maybe that's what's happening. Or a lot of B1. Would, would that make it better than for you, do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but then he's also shit a lot. Uh, well, and they went and they would eat it. Uh, and I, I guess people got really upset. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture here from a Reddit page. Uh, Axley Ace says, well, I didn't expect to read that today. Um, I'm looking at a picture of the guy. I'm going to say he's got guts that look like he's full of shit and he's ready to give it to you whenever on command, on demand. He's a a la carte. He looks to be kind of like a toffee. A la fart. A la fart, indeed. Uh, (laughs) That's maybe what got you sick in Vegas. Oh, it may be. But I, you know, he's, he's prepared. 
to do what he was doing. Oh, absolutely. He it was almost like he was born for it. Now, no. this came out and the uh, the incident went viral. And then a lot of people have been saying former members of the cult have been coming out and saying like, "Hey, I'm actually I I participate in this." And the one woman even said, "The thing is is that there isn't even an odor." It's like when we go to purchase, when we go to consume Father's Duke she says there isn't even an order. She says only those with a tainted mind may smell. That this oh. smells like shit. Interesting. Also, just a, with this search, I just found an interesting article about this uh, Bay Area diet cult. Have you ever heard about this? It was no. in the 70s. No, it was, it was in 1983. Anyway, I'm, I'll look into this more. Yeah, please. Yeah, um, present it next week because it really yeah. comes down to Well, there's not much more information. Claimed, yeah, this guy claimed uh, for this food call, he claimed he hadn't eaten in 19 years. And then his followers. That's not true. No, it's not possible. But they probably drink bone broth. They probably do something. I know there's a whole thing of the idea of like you could. There's a whole cult that believes it's breathinarianism. I believe it's called. Bre bre this is exactly what it is. Breatharian Institute. But you know what? The, this is hilarious. Do you know why the cult fell apart? Why? Because his followers found out that he was sneaking into 7-Eleven. <laughs> and he was eating. And he, would, and he would eat just like the rest of them. Of course. So they did like a thing. And they were like, we saw you going to 7-Eleven. Wait a second. And that's why it broke up. And he bought a Popeye. And that's what ended the cult. Wait a second. Father. Are those taquitos? Like, yeah. literally, like, no. Like, how do you cover that? So, yeah, one of the. Like, he was like, yeah, big gulp, big gulp. Like, is that shit? He comes out, he's got a big styrofoam hat on and a bunch of magazines. Yeah, they said an assistant found Brooks, that's the cult leader, drinking a Coca Cola, and then the mass mutiny occurred. And um, anyway. And that's all just. At least guess, those people, you know what? I give that cult credit. Because a lot of times when you see your your leader dead to rights doing something that's against all of the various teachings that he's been saying for the last couple of years a lot of times they just move the goalposts and they just say like oh well this is just a he's eating to see how bad the food is so he can show us how oh, harmful the food thank is thank you you can do that stuff you also, can flip it coca-cola it's not really food maybe if you freeze it i mean i it's just feel like it's food. not yeah but i but it's it's I just so don't think of it as food. food. I feel like it's so. If you caught him eating an apple, you'd be like, okay, maybe that's we could fold that compromise. Back in. Yes, sure. But there's so it's Coca Cola's got all the sugars, and it's very complex and it's very bad for you, and it fucking takes rust off a bumper. That's so much worse than food. Yeah, he was on the Tom Snyder show, and this Tom Snyder, one of the most annoying television hosts of all time. Let me tell you something else. So yeah, that was when he was covered in cigarette smoke. Covered in cigarette smoke. Waylon Jennings had a great walkout on him. A lot of people walked out on Tom Snyder. That was the I think idea. that was his bit, right? Yeah. Um, but he says. This is according to the cult leader. Breathitarianism is a philosophy that believes in the human body when it's in perfect harmony with itself and nature is a perfect breatharian. It's not you true. know, all the constituents that we need is taken from the air um, that we breathe. That's which, not true. Again, it's not true. Again, not true. Don't flag us for disinformation. It's not true. It's not, it's not correct. <laughs> you have to eat food. And honestly, it's good to eat food at least three times a day. You should be uh, stop skipping meals. Just eat smaller meals. Anyway, be careful out there. And uh, again, if you're going to join a cult, Get food. Get food. We used to have one that has a bunch of food. Can't why, is that, be, why does that I, go hand in hand with cults? Well, bad food. The the serious answer is that what it does is that it helps break your will. And so if you keep somebody hungry and you just if you destroy their day, if you structure their day that they have no time to think, that literally they get up and they work and you keep their calorie intake really low, what that does is make a more pliable cult group. And I, I believe one of the more successful was the um 
Om Shinrikyo. Om Shinrikyo. And then also recently, Gwen Shamblin, that whole story. Gwen Shamblin had a whole thing about like dieting through Christ, where she people were doing extreme weight loss things. It was very, very harmful. She would like, you know, do the thing where she'd stand you up and she'd be like, I see a lump and like grab a lump. Like Jesus hates lumps, (laughs) like that type of shit. They died because her her new husband, who was an amateur pilot that was uh, Tarzan in a 1980s TV movie, what? crashed their their eight-seat plane, their yeah. Cessna, into a lake on their way to a Trump rally because he <laughs> Wait, refused what? to acknowledge that they couldn't fly through a storm because he's like, Trump needs us there and God's going to keep us safe. You know, again, just you take care of yourself out there. No, you really can't. Um, all right, well, speaking of... Uh, I, I want to talk about the best photograph of a UFO ever. Let's do that. This story is another one that is, again, apparently, did you see this today? Adam Schiff made, a, made no. an announcement. They're going to do one of the the biggest public talk about UFOs. They're going to do a big press conference. Oh, my God. Is a Democrat about to do something that someone might like? This is this um, might actually move the needle. <laughs> no, it's, it's not Democrats. No, I don't think so. No, Adam Schiff is. I... I'm so mad. I'm just so mad because it really is. There's a little bit part of me that wants to say like, what are you mad about now? It's like, truly like I'm saying this. Is this the time? You know what I mean? Like, is this the time we're doing this? But okay. Well, you I talk it. about it in the live show. No one seems to really care no. about UFOs. No. And true. I think that they probably should a little bit. I, they are. Uh, they are just keep. They're like, yeah, let's do the press conference now while nobody cares. Again, right? Like while everybody's <laughs> upset. But this is a really interesting story. Uh, an aerial photographer, Sergio Loauza, noticed a shiny round metal saucer-like object flying between a plane and a lake, right? And this was yeah. for the National Geographic. So he had this giant aerial, like a topography Thousand-pound camera. camera. Yes, it was in a plane. And they were flying over, I believe... Oh, I'm sorry, a 100-pound camera. A 100-pound camera. I believe that they were over the area of... Lake Cote. Lake Cote. Now, this is South America, correct? I believe I believe it's South America. And... Hmm? It was over Costa Rica. Okay, great. Thank you, Fernando. And the idea is like, so they, they took all of these pictures. This is for a long time ago. This is in 1971. Yeah. And this picture was a single frame. And what you see is a straight up, like out of a 1950s sci-fi movie. Absolutely. UFO. Uh, it, it looks like a fucking hubcap with a point on it. And and, and it looks legit. And it's How much the- do you think, because this does, as you just mentioned, looks just like Hollywood told us they looked. Yes. What do you is that just a coincidence? Interesting. Is it? <laughs> I know what I mean. Isn't is it, it kind of trippy though? Coincidence. Coincidence. Well, uh, they are, there's you I there is more and more I wonder about what does Hollywood know? Right? There's more and more I wonder not about like what they know or what they were told and kind of how this information was disseminated to people. Now that we know really how far the octopus arms of the yeah. CIA, I mean, not that they're not now. I mean, who knows what the hell's going on now? We know that the internet's filled with feds and their various people. Anywhere, oh, lies of manipulation destroying our entire society. Of course, yeah. absolutely. So, but the CIA's octopus arms at the time were so intense that we don't know. We don't know whether or not there are things like this that kind of got floated or if people just heard about it. Just literally really like black op guys i feel like there's a human element of like black op guys saying like bragging out of school hammer talking about this shit to some hollywood guy just to impress him and then all of a sudden the hollywood guy puts it in a movie who fucking knows right but right. this frame was discovered and they show he showed this to his bosses at national geographic and they're like let's put this one away 
Let's not look at this. We don't know what it's this called is. Covering right it up. Now. No, no. She's wanted us to put it away underneath no. some covers. Let's let it sleep. So no one sees it. Oh, it looks it's tired. It's not a cover up. No, oh, it's not no, okay. no. Cover up. It's more like put a blanket on it and let it sleep. <laughs> okay. And so they, uh, but they realized that they, well, so they started getting it analyzed by experts. And mm. they are, there is a lot of people that are saying that they, that they do believe that this is a genuine photo of something i don't know what the hell this is and it's so, trippy man who knows i don't know like there are a lot of people that are really really impressed by the image if you look at it uh you should if you ufo research group uap media they got a, a high resolution image of the photograph yeah and they believe that this is like if you look at this fucking thing I don't know. It looks real. I mean, it's the, I'm a fucking moron, obviously, but if, if this is weird as fuck. Speaking of, you know, lying undercover, it seems to be bunked because no one's been able to debunk this at this point. It's very so. simple, similar to the, the, the gimbal video. And the, the there are a lot of people who've been saying like there, there's a, there have been people who've been trying to debunk these official videos that have been coming out, but it's been very difficult. And another interesting thing about it is um, the object is visible only in frame 300. And so Henry talks about this during the live show. Kind of the idea of space-time manipulation, bleep, bleep, uh, objects coming in and out of our uh, reality. No one, nor the pilot, nor its three crew members saw anything during the flight. No. So it this it's anyway, it's just very interesting. It's just who knows? And it goes by really fast. Or it's like, I really feel like there's a little bit of a phenomena that likes to give a little wink. Wink like, it. Hey, like we do what we want. We tell a story that we want. We don't even care if you hear our story. We're just gonna keep telling it and then you're gonna figure it out. As long as these as long as these UFOs aren't retiring anytime soon, I think we're gonna be just fine. Yeah, we better because be. as we learned, people go crazy during times of change. Right from your grave. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast of the left, babe. So go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like, and yes. three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape. Put it in your brain and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Absolutely. Last podcast on the left. It's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. Boy, Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha. Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of cha. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, 
sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse picks. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right? I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right? My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. And, oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
All right, well, let's do Hero of the Week. All right, Hero of the Week. Um, let's talk about Ukraine. Oh, you great. know, oh, absolutely. Wow. Great. <laughs> wow. It's getting on. I haven't done it. It seems like we're doing good over there. You literally sounded just as intelligent as everyone else. No. I think you're doing good over there. You nailed it. So there's 200 explosive devices right now in Ukraine that were found by a Jack Russell, and he recently received a presidential medal from uh, President Zelensky, and he's just sitting there being, like, so cute. <laughs> literally. <laughs> so the, 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 such a cute There's puppy. a dude sitting there, and then the dog is just, he has his little head up on the table. He's, like, sleeping, and he doesn't even really know he's a hero, but he is a hero and he found 200 bombs and i gotta say things are not going great if you are in a town where a dog can find 200 bombs um it reminds me of the person you tried uh, honestly the only way wendy would be able to find a bomb is if i just threw her in her minefield and something exploded <laughs> like she's not going like to rambo to, yeah she's not going to be able to find them all. well he's a jack russell terrier and he's so good uh he, the, apparently the breed is known for fox catching which i say leave the foxes alone and rat catching which is that's fine you can do whatever you, you want Kissel, you gotta go do a little bit of cougar catching I'm trying. It's not going well. Um, so he has a powerful snout. He has endless energy. And he has an appetite that's small, which makes him better for mind sweeping. What? I why? don't know why. I don't know. Why? why I don't. Maybe because he's too skinny and he doesn't make the bombs about, explode. Honestly, a lot of models come from Ukraine. Is that what this is? Yeah. Are we body shaming this little tiny dog? Kind of. You're yeah. just so happy that we can we can trim his lines? Yeah, his name we is- We need to think about this. And we need to figure out how- We need to hold these, hold these people accountable for this type of body sizing of a Jack Russell. Absolutely. And the dog's name is Patron. I want to thank everyone who gives to our Patreon. Oh, um, and yeah, so he d- helped defuse 262 explosive items. That's incredible. And again- if you're out there, be safe, please, God. Um, but anyway, he's here of the week. So good job, little dog. You're helping save lives. And he's only two years old. So hopefully he can retire soon, too. Unless the, he gets, uh, I feel like the only way uh, one of those careers end is by getting exploded by a landmine. Right? Well, I saw, did you ever see that movie? Hurt Locker. Yeah. He does wear a little jacket. He has like a little, I'm about to storm the Capitol vest. Is that going to help him? Yeah, I won't know, but it's, it's, well, for, put it's him, for a, the, the, yeah. a cause. Yeah. You can help him. Like when his, well, yeah, his legs will be blown off and his head will be blown off and his tail will be blown off, but you'll have his the torso, the torso will be will together. Be, yeah. So what if I got shot in the face? It's a chance we're willing to take. <laughs> All right. That's a patron. Thank you for doing what you do and be safe out there, everyone. Sophia Furtado was a DoorDash driver. She helped save a woman, Karen Herbert Sullivan, from uh, lying, unco- uh, uh, lying unconscious, bleeding out of her nose. So that's another hero. You seem to continue to be addition, adding on to my heroes, but um, so, Okay. I'm just saying that's a hero. That's another so, hero. But the dog this is, that's a hero too. Of all this of got the a medal rec- of honor. Yes, of all Which the again, recent animal heroes. More, more people, but yeah, you could give it to people yeah. if they're doing good things. Yeah, but also when it comes down to war, what is it good for? Money. We're out here, man. We're fucking. You gotta got there. I gotta go fight for you. A fucking flag, dog. <laughs> flag's just a fucking. I don't think uh, that anyone's recruited you. Flag's a curtain, man. <laughs> flag ain't done nothing for me. My flag ain't my father. And again, if you want to learn more about flags, listen to our Blackbeard series. I did not realize that they would announce when they're about to attack via the black flag. And then obviously, if you lose, I guess you put up the white one. There used to be a lot of 
There used to be a lot of rules in warfare. Yeah, which I always thought was so weird. No, they had but, rules, and that's how because that's how they believed they did it civilly, even though yeah, it was war. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really understand why they why they did that. I All don't right. know why. Well, thank you to that DoorDash driver, and thank you to uh, Patron the Little Dog. And I just want to say again, and thanks to DoorDash for everything that they've done. What has DoorDash done for you? Hmm, save my marriage. Did it? No, no, no. My marriage is stable. Um, it did. What is DoorDash? I don't use DoorDash. Actually. I use Uber Eats. But I feel like it's all just one big company. Yeah. And actually, I've been trying to uh, directly call the restaurants just because I know it gives them more money. But these restaurants no longer, they don't take calls anymore. The one thing I will say, though, is you got to stop picking up that banana like it's a phone. Oh. Now, let's read some listener emails. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true, though. Remember that when people were trying to uh, demand that we eat bananas properly? Where they're yes. like, you don't forget about it. You it's you like, like I'm, not, I'm, just, I don't fucking know, dude. I'm just not doing that. It's too late, dude. Yeah. Also, bananas. Uh, we kind of created them, didn't we? Amer yes, not America, but humans developed the banana to the banana we know it also, is Also, did you know? Broccoli is not a natural fruit. No, it's all the same plant. Vegetable. It's kale and broccoli but it was and Brussels sprouts. created by human beings. Text me. Call me. Let me know. Why am I wrong? I'm not. I don't know. You are correct. I think. Maybe. 50-50. So the email you read in the previous episode about the farting psychic reminded me of this. <laughs> My friend's mom and aunt were in high school and working on some sort of school project. And for whatever reason, they figured they could get some valuable information by going to see their local psychic. Okay. They wanted to see if she had any books that had to do with whatever they were researching. They pulled into the parking lot that was next to the psychic shop and they were just in the car talking about how they didn't know if they should go in or not and, and how they were a little scared. They were hesitant. Well, the psychic should know they're out there. That's what I'm saying. All of a sudden, there was a knock on their car <gasps> window and it was just this tiny old woman smiling at them. They rolled down their window and she said, I've been expecting you. No need to be nervous. I say that, and any time I see anybody, I just say nah, that. Come in. <laughs> they followed her into the little house when the entire house was red velvet. Ooh. The couches, the chairs, the curtains. I'm pretty even sure the walls were red velvet. The psychic walked over to the bookshelf and grabbed a book and told my friend's mom and aunt, I believe this is what you came for. Okay. And they pulled a book out on the exact subject that they were researching. Right? She told them they could come and borrow the book, but it was extremely important that they return the book once they were finished with their project. And they said, okay. They took the book and they left. A few weeks later, they were finished with the project. They kept meaning to take the book back to the psychic, but yeah. kept forgetting. One day, my friend's aunt was working and the psychic came in and said, you know, I told you it was very important that you get that book back to me. Oh, you yeah. gave me your word. And I'm afraid that something terrible will happen if you don't get it back to me. Yeah, you don't steal a book from a psychic. <laughs> Her aunt said she was sorry and they would return it as soon as possible. Yeah, you gotta get that book back. A couple of nights later, my friend's mom had the book laying out in her nightstand. She went to bed like normal and woke up in the middle of the night extremely hot. She realized that her bedside table was on fire Whoa. and was about to take the curtains with it. They ended up getting it out, call, they, putting it out, calling the fire department, and when they inspected the damage, the book that the psychic gave them was completely untouched, although it was sitting on the table as well. Oh, just give the book back. <laughs> and everything else around it was completely destroyed. Her mom and aunt grabbed that book and took it back to the psychic the next day. When they walked into her house, everything that was previously red velvet was now blue velvet. <laughs> Floor to ceiling blue velvet with Perhaps a psychic song. Blue ribbon. Blue velvet. And when the psychic saw them, she smiled and said, 
I told you something very bad was going to happen. Yeah, mad at you about that. You didn't return the book to me. Yeah, but you didn't tell me you were going to burn my house down. Ah. (laughs) I'm a bit of a firebug. You are mean, yeah. I will kill again. Oh, also, there's a new Firestarter movie out, but I'm just going to watch the old one. I like, oh, Stephen King, I'm a slut fool. I love Stephen King. I'll watch all of his, all of his, even the bad movies I like. You know what? I feel the same way about M. Night Shyamalan. I love all of them. Yeah. Except for the last one. Glass was not good. Oh, Glass. I liked Old. I thought Old was good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to see Baby. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for him just to go through. Oh, yeah. All the timelines. All the timelines. (laughs) My grandpa was a pilot and was a part of a group of pilots working with hydrogen bomb testing. My grandpa was cagey about his involvement with, with what my understanding is that a lot of this was confidential for a long time. My family only started piecing it together after his shed caught fire and he pulled a box of military and government records out. Hmm. Inside was a passport with his photo and some of his information, except it was a British passport and said he was a British citizen and a member of the Royal Air Force. Okay. My grandpa is from Illinois, so that was very odd. So what they were doing was setting off bombs and the pilots would fly through the blast zone with Geiger counters on the cockpit to see how much radiation they were exposed to. This is what they were just, that was their job that day? Oh, yeah, buddy. Okay. After one of the tests, the scientist checking my grandpa's Geiger counter remarked that we didn't think people could survive that much radiation. Well, really wish you would have told me before you sent me up there. Oh, well, he was told that you're going to be sterile. And he had two more kids after that. So my mom and my uncle, and I'm sure it's just a coincidence that my mom was born with three kidneys. One pilot didn't properly close the vents in his cockpit, and he died very young from cancer. My grandpa had very bad health problems later in life and always wondered if the radiation had any part in that. Probably did. Didn't help. And as far as I'm aware, he never received any compensation compensation from the government for repeatedly exposing him to radiation. And that's how you know he wasn't British. Oh, yeah. Because that's what they do. Thank you, American military. And I got one last one. I haven't really shared the story as I can kind of rationalize it as a young imagination making me see shit, but I'm fairly confident I saw something at the same time. Okay. Despite this, I thought I might send it in to see what you boys think. I live in the lovely city of Brisbane, Australia, which I love. Love Brisbane's incredible. This story comes from when I was around six or seven years old. The house we were living in at the time was an old Queenslander-style home that had undergone renovation by the previous owners. Despite being a Queenslander, the house was a slightly off layout with walls angling to fit in closets and rooms. One of these oddly shaped areas in the, is the downstairs bathroom, which has the toilet in a separate room than the shower and bathroom. The toilet room doesn't face the bathroom, but if you lean towards it, you can see straight to the bathroom. Okay. So I was on the toilet and I left the door open since my mother was out of the house running an errand and I didn't feel like closing it. I do this all the time. I love shitting with the door open. There's a certain sense of freedom. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Let my feet hang out. I lock the door even though I live alone. Paranoia. Isn't that weird? I just I just have it. No, I like to open it all up, especially, you know, let it let it out. <laughs> let them scream, I say. Now, out of boredom, I leaned forward and I looked into the bathroom. I have no clue what the thing I saw was, but it resembled something wrapped entirely in towels with an oversized sphere with bunny ears as a head. I stopped and I stared at the thing, but it didn't seem to notice me. But instead, it just stared in the mirror, touching what I guess you could call its face. It's like a Donnie Darko situation. Oh, yeah. I panicked and I slammed my toilet door shut and waited until my mom was home, at which point it was gone. 
I've never seen anything else like it and haven't seen any mention of things matching its description. Well, next week, wow. I'm going to read a story about the sighting of a giant rabbit. So we will talk about this. I'm okay. talking giant, six feet tall. So who knows what this is? Also, we talk about the Sandown Clown in our one-time use cryptids episodes, mm -hmm. which was like another one of like high, 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 high strangeness. You All never right. know. You never know. But also maybe it is a trick of the eye. Or you're being attacked by large, oversized rabbits. <laughs> just nightmare. You just made it sound like <laughs> I'm crazy for even saying that it could possibly be real. Hey, man. Australia is a wacky place. A lot it of is. things happen. A lot there. of big animals. Well, also, yes, we will be in Australia, too. We can't oh, wait. We'll see you later on or January. early next year. Yes, early January 2023. We cannot wait. But guys, that's why it's important to live every day knowing that, like, okay, you might just see a creature that you've never seen before and no one else can identify, but no one else will know. And, and, and right. they don't believe you either. No, if and you, you talk about it, it'll hurt your life. Oh, absolutely yeah. destroy everything you do. But you have to laugh just thinking about how, like, <laughs> at least you know that you saw it and you could scream, I know what I saw. Right. And you have a thing to scream at any bartender at 4 a.m. anytime you want. I'm like, you don't think you know what I saw? I know what I saw. Right. Which is one of my favorite sentences in the world. I know what I saw. Yeah. Because again, no one can take it away from you because your eyeballs, your eyeballs belong to you, sovereign to you. Right. <laughs> and you have to love the fact that your eyeballs are actually only even loyal to you. And sometimes even not, even they act as inside agents for your fates. So Aww. you can't, I don't know what you could trust. I don't know what you could trust. I don't know. But one thing I will say is that you would you gotta stick by yourself. Yep. If you can, if you know you saw it, you know you saw it. You Anybody have to who fight. tells you you didn't know that you saw it, you scream, I know what I saw. Because Absolutely. that is called algebra of the paranormal. Absolutely. Stand up. If you saw something, I believe you. Sometimes. <laughs> all right everyone thank you so much for listening we hope you're doing well out there we'll see you all on the road we can't wait we have some exciting shows coming up yes we do we are going to be in st louis can't wait to eat that barbecue going to go to any shows oh, can't yeah. wait and then st louis we got grand rapids we will be in st louis we will be in indianapolis we'll be in grand rapids we'll be in toronto, toronto. and we'll be in new york we can't Ooh. wait to see you all on the road seriously can't wait and we hope we can make you laugh a little bit during these interesting times. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustulations. Fuckers. Oh, Vicky, you're just the cutest. You're uh, you're the Vicky White to my Casey White. Yeah, that's right. Cause I, <laughs> oh, I can feed up all inside you. <laughs> I'm a little bean of a woman. Oh, come on, get that clip. Get that clip, you prisoner. <laughs> This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.